0: Even some ghosts still believe that old saying that kids should be seen and not heard. This week, two big time radio stars come together for a very unlikely reason. I'm Daniel. And I'm Brittany. Let's get chilled and thrilled. It's supposed to be a full moon on Halloween this year.
1: Really? Yeah. I like full moons and Halloween that goes together.
0: According to somebody's Instagram post anyway, that I was looking at our Instagram today.
1: You mean, oh my God. So you don't even know if it's going to be a full moon.
0: No, but I saw on the internet, so it must be true. It said there's going to be a full moon on Halloween this year. So please, for the love of God, virgins, stay away from the black candle. Huh. Twenty twenty has been bad enough. Something like that. Brittany has her fake zombie bone hands on her mouth, like.
1: <sighs> I feel like I'm, I'm in that. Was it SNL? That no, it was Jimmy, not Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon, the Tonight yeah. Show. Real he people has a, fake hands. Yeah, real people fake hands. Where they have the little hands. These are little the green zombie hands. hands. I think they're originally supposed to be like for tossing salad.
0: Salad tongs. Yes. Got,
1: we are. Our Our maturity is about. Even with a an eight year old, <laughs>
0: I prefer syrup.
1: Okay, I they, I think they were tongs for tossing salad mm-hmm. <laughs> or still serving the salad. Sure. But I, I'm holding them, and I don't know why, but they, um, they're they really good back scratchers because they're literal little hands.
0: She just feels compelled to do other now normal I, things with them that you would do with your real hands. I don't
1: even realize I'm doing it. They are literally an extension of my finger. It's almost like uh, when people do, like, the big puppeteer stuff. Uh-huh. They're just moving, but then they've got this extra digit yes. of them that's moving. She's over
0: there talking with her hands, but it's not her hands. She's talking with these... It's
1: my... Zombie. Did, did we ever <laughs> <the> air, <laughs> air quotes?
0: Except with, with these big zombie <laughs> <Little> claws. It's <claws. laughs> really what tra- translate better if we were on YouTube instead of a Use podcast. Use your with.
1: imagination.
0: But yeah, did we ever figure out if the particular pair glows in the dark? They're sort of that. I don't think greenish so. color. They were a dollar. They're, they're just sort of greenish I don't because think they're zombie. They're going so. to be like that. <laughs> now she's over there trying to do Jedi mind tricks with them. Ooh. I don't think it's going to work out. What's been going on with you? I saw you trying to work on those zombie baby dolls the other day.
1: Yes, I posted in the Instagram group. uh, For those of you who don't know, I also have another little side hobby business that is I take old baby dolls like from a thrift store or garage sale where I can just get them super, super cheap. It doesn't matter if they're beat up. Sometimes the more beat up they are, the better. Yeah. I take them, I get them real cheap, and then I repurpose them, which usually involves cutting (laughs) off the head and the arms that are like the rubber, you know, kind or plastic. She's
0: over there like the chef from The Little Mermaid. singing. And I
1: cut off their heads and I pull out their bones. Yes. Like, les poissons, les (laughs) poissons.
0: Exactly like that. Except (laughs) instead of a fish, it's a baby
1: doll. Oh, my gosh. I pull out what's inside and I serve it up fried because I love little fishies. Don't you bump bump bump.
0: Now I okay. have to say this is the second week in a row we've had a little mermaid reference. There's the little
1: mermaid references everywhere. <coughs> uh, anyway. Yes. But I, I take those parts and usually the stuffing part I get rid of and I make Yeet. yeet. Uh I get um I re I redo them, I prime them and then I turn them through like I've got an airbrush machine. Long story short, I sell them on Etsy. If you want to follow me, it's at zombie baby dolls. And I'm on Instagram as well as Facebook. But going back to the original thing about baby dolls you asked (laughs) me about, I got way down a rabbit hole there. I shared a post of the styrofoam head that I had been working on was going to make it kind of a Medusa thing. And I learned a very sad lesson, which was any kind of spray, like in a spray can, mm-hmm. um, acrylic, like a, um, what is it called? A glaze, like a, a clear coat. Oh
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Something to seal it. Cause I had, you know, got it the way I wanted it. Mm-hmm. Whatever's in a spray paint can dissolves like acid styrofoam. So I'm like trying just to preserve the eye like. eye looks that I did and I ended up melting her eyes out to where it looked like someone threw acid on her face and I was really bummed for a couple months and then I just decided, you know what? I'm going to carve out the eyes so it looks like someone her eye, you know, pulled her eyes out and then I can make all that part that dissolved like something actually dissolved the skin so I've got like red bloody mm-hmm. stuff in there.
0: You know what that reminded me of? What? A movie called Event Horizon.
1: I don't think I ever saw that movie.
0: That's one of those movies where, when I first saw it a long time ago, it was one of the creepiest things I'd ever seen. They're out. Great, in, I love it. They're out in space. They have to go try to find and rescue this ship, but nobody's left alive when they get there. And then whatever caused the, the all you know all the crew to be killed and
1: it was there waiting. When it starts him.
0: affecting them. Oh, I love it. Yeah, and they're like tearing out the eyeballs. Ah. I wonder, though, if it would hold up. Like, if I went back and watched it now, I'd be like, oh, okay. Those
1: are the best kinds. The ones with bad, like.
0: What's a what's movie like terrified. that for you?
1: I used to be terrified. Like, legit PTSD from the movie Jaws. Uh-huh. Now I watch it, and yeah. it cracks me the hell up at I mean, how but cheesy was, it was. Even but,
0: when you saw it, what, late 80s?
1: Yeah, it
0: was still I mean, special effects were pretty decent for that time, even though it was
1: right. But that scared the hell out of me. Now uh I go back and you watch it and it's just hilarious. Yeah,
0: it's pretty comical at some spots, especially after the Mythbusters took down that whole exploding scuba tank thing.
1: You know what? It's a movie. At that point, you're already invested. You want to see the damn shark get blown up because he's eating people and little kids on rafts and you don't care you want the motherfucker to explode
0: they could have improvised some sort of other explosive de- device though i mean yeah the boat was sinking and everything but it could have formed a, l- a rudimentary lathe or something
1: this is why you're not a script writer
0: <laughs> come on you're not going to you're not going to give me at least a little credit from the for the quote from galaxy quest
1: maybe just a little, a little bit. bit okay a little bit
0: The other thing that's been going around the house is lots of Halloween decorations and spooky stuff coming into the house and going up on the walls and stuff.
1: But it's also my interior and exterior and just home aesthetic is constantly evolving. Mm -hmm. And it has been going way in this direction for the last year now.
0: Ever since we went to that Halloween party.
1: Yes. And that's what started the zombie baby dolls. And it's what started me getting into kind of everything that makes you go, yay, it's Halloween. It's only been one year, though? It's yes. only been one year. That's and right. it's like, "Woo, oh, it's so exciting. And you see all the dead, you know, the dead looking crows and all the decor. And it makes you go, oh, man, I want that. And I started thinking, why should I only have this up yeah, during this Halloween? Totally
0: not coming down after Halloween.
1: It's- I want this stuff up all the time. <laughs>
0: Now, I probably personally would pack it away, but I understand that you're not going to, and it's I, I'm just if it makes you happy, whatever. Not oh my god, it up. makes
1: me so happy! I love it. I love. We these still haven't
0: even gotten the stuff out. I'm sorry, I interrupted, but we haven't gotten the stuff out that we had in in bins, have we? Yet. 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 Of course. Yet.
1: Oh, and on. Okay, so I know a lot of people in the true crime podcast. Um, world will kind of understand this, but people start talking about spooky season, and we like this. Mm-hmm. And they even start calling September pre-October. <laughs> As somebody with a September birthday, I am offended. <laughs> I'm not really offended, but I'm like, hey, what the hell? They're September babies. We're, we're not pre-October. We're proud of September, damn it. We're proud. I just had to get that off my chest. So what do you got for us today, Daniel?
0: This week, I have something maybe a little more lighthearted for you, but at the same time, it, I think it's still going to be pretty chilling, Good. and we might come across some pretty familiar names along the way. In 2005, a DJ by the name of Russell Rush started working for iHeart Radio Stations in San Antonio. Since then, he's been the longtime voice of the Afternoon Drive show on 96.1 Now. Formerly Mix ninety six, I don't know if you remember that station when we were down there. Eh. Sort of a top forty sort of thing. But uh, now he's also the program director for the entire station
1: for iHeart Radio
0: for ninety six point one. Now, oh, in San Antonio, now. okay, yes, okay, for that entire gotcha. station. He also hosts a weekly public affairs show that airs on seven different stations around the city, and he's very active in multiple charity organizations especially with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society after he shared with his audience last just last year that he had been diagnosed and had been dealing with T-cell lymphoma, which is a pretty rare cancer. On top of all that, he's been apparently a huge Golden Girls fan,
1: Yay. which I think you'd
0: appreciate.
1: Thank you for being a friend. A friend.
0: Absolutely. People are apparently sending up a bunch of Just random Golden Girls memorabilia all the time.
1: Y'all can do that for me, too. I I will happily take some Golden Girls memorabilia.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So by all accounts, he's just a really good dude all around. And he's had a ton of success lately. He even won a broadcast award along the way. And any person would be super busy wearing all those hats, doing all those things that he does. But Russell always has another iron in the fire, so to speak. He has the Russell Rush Haunted Tour. Ooh. Since 2007, he and his team have been traveling all over this great state of Texas to different locations that had hauntings reported or paranormal activity. They're conducting investigations and documenting their experiences in very well-produced videos that are uploaded to YouTube.
1: Nice. Does he also do, so is it just a video thing or does he do like tours in San Antonio? Because I know there's some pretty good haunted places in uh, well, downtown. I think
0: that's how it started out. Now it's he and his team go and show up at these locations. They set up the cameras. and so it's they a have, show. Yeah, it's a show.
1: It's not an actual yes. tour where people mm-hmm. go. Got it.
0: It's actually won a couple of awards for how well the show has been put together. Nice. They've investigated haunted homes, museums, mansions, theaters, abandoned hospitals, hotels, prisons, historic locations like the Spanish Missions and places closely tied to the Texas Revolution. They've been on an aircraft carrier. They've been in the caverns, malls, even theme parks. And they use a variety of equipment. Sometimes you'll see on these shows, they only use one type of thing, like they have a K2 meter and then they listen for EVPs or that's it. Or they bring in a medium, that's it. They spread it out. They use all kinds of different stuff. So that helps to, to vary, change things up a bit. The amount of evidence they collect differs from one episode to the next, but they're always going to bring you something to creep you out. And with, without too much of the spook, the spooky music and the jump scares... Like you get on a lot of the the TV shows that feel like they have to they have to give you something. If nothing's happening, they'll let you know. What I love the most about it though, from the ones I've seen, is the different personalities on the team. Normally they'll have six people investigating and they'll split up in three groups of two, and they'll have one person at a command center watching all the monitors from different cameras. They're on the radio, say everybody in position, what are you seeing? Hey, let's go over here. Let's take a break and switch it up and train places, that sort of a thing. And each person sort of brings their own, well, personality, but their own strengths to it. So as I was watching these episodes, it just struck me out of the blue. I had a revelation. This was just like a paranormal version of the Texas Country Reporter Show. For those of y'all who are not from round these here parts... Texas Country Reporter is a show that's been running for literally decades. Now, and for a long time, it's hosted by a guy named Bob Phillips. He'll hop in his truck and drive out to some remote location. Little town has some sort of interesting tradition or celebration where old Ethel has her collection of Christmas decorations she keeps up all year and turns it into a museum in her house. That sort of a thing, just country things, right?
1: It's the kind of stuff that you watched as a kid on PBS before cable came out.
0: And they even have a festival that's held every fall, the Texas Country Reporter Festival, and it's held in Waxahachie. And And if you see it spelled, it's going to look like Waxahachie. And even some Texans don't know this, Texans don't know this, but it's Waxahachie, Mm -hmm. if you ask anyone from around there.
1: The biggest thing with Texas is you have to know where to draw. And draw (laughs) has the L in it, so things have to go out. So Waxahachie.
0: But, yeah, they have a big festival. It's a big deal down there every year. They got food. They got parades, live music, crafts. It's actually something I've wanted to go and see. Well, it's also in the town of Waxahachie that you can find a little bar called Big Al's Down the Hatch.
1: Big Al Mac.
0: I was just going to ask if that name sounds familiar. Yes, Big Al Mac from the nationally syndicated radio show Kid Craddock in the Morning. Now known as the Kid Craddock Morning Show. And the main host and name said, You met kid? Mm-hmm. Tell me about it.
1: Um, it was at Evans Pontiac on Northwest Highway, which is no longer there, across from the Dessa soccer fields. Uh-huh. And they had, you know, their Kiss FM van and they were had like a little booth and they were doing a remote broadcast yeah. from out there. And I'm out and remember, get a free
0: hot dog and balloons for the kids and
1: No, but I did get a shirt. A Kiss FM shirt. Nice. And I went up there with my mom. I remember that.
0: You remember anything about him or anything?
1: No, I remember the shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Check this out, mom. Free shirt.
0: Who's that? Oh, some radio guy.
1: No, I know. I knew who Kid Craddock (laughs) was. Everybody,
0: even if you didn't listen to that radio station, you knew who Kid Craddock was. I mean, he was was really sad when he died. Everywhere. Yes. Um, A famously just good dude. He passed away suddenly due to heart disease. In 2013, he was out of town doing a golf tournament fundraiser mm-hmm. for his charity.
1: He died on the field. or Kid, on
0: the, Oh, really? The
1: course, yeah.
0: Kids, Kids. Yeah, that's an organization that helps kids that have life-altering or life-threatening challenges, and they raise money to send them. It started just like piling kids in a bus and going to Six Flags or something. Now it's huge... Big deal trips to Disney, that sort of a thing, mm-hmm. that they raise money to take these kids on. Mm-hmm. The last picture of him is with a bunch of his kids, 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 kids. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think the golf thing was for a charity for that. Yeah, I think. it was. Okay. It was.
0: He was raising money for for his organization when that happened.
1: So Big Al's Saloon, what was it? Um,
0: big Al's Down the Hatch.
1: Down the Hatch. All right. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a place that I'd like to go to.
0: Well, what I didn't know about Big Al Mack is that he was a businessman long before he ever joined the show. He first had owned a mortgage brokerage. And then he sold that and bought himself a limousine. and had a limousine service. And he would come up with funny advertisements that would run on their radio show in the morning. Apparently, kid got a kick out of these. And he would do these wacky promotions like everyone gets a free ham with every limo ride. that sort of a thing. And I mean, you remember from, from the show, Big Al was always involved in some sort of wacky pranks or right, dips, sure. things like that. So that was just him. So Kid liked it so much that he's like, hey, come on the show. So we did. And that all came from him doing just running his ads on the show. So before this Big Al's down the hatch, he actually owned two or three other establishments. He had one down in Playa del Carmen. He owned a restaurant in Dallas, and then he bought this one in 2015. It's located in what's called the Marchman Building, which is one of the oldest in town. Actually, it was built in 1887. It was a dry goods mercantile, a.k.a. closest thing to what we have now. is a grocery store for a long time. It had been used for other purposes throughout time, and now it's a restaurant and bar. Now, in researching the history of it, they didn't find anything too sketchy in the building's history. But the town has a long and storied history and was home to multiple tribes of American Indians. And it wasn't long after he bought the place that Big Al and his employees started experiencing some strange things going around the place. They would hear loud, unexplained tapping sounds. There was a glass that came off the top of it. You know how the glasses stack one on top of the other? Mm-hmm. One of them, it didn't just fall off. It would have had to have come like
1: up, up and off and
0: off of there. Which is, Creepy. that's just not going to happen.
1: That's against gravity.
0: That's illegal. They had one of the, you know how the glasses hang above the bar and that wouldn't Right, work? They had to slide out of that. Martini glasses. In their stems, yes. One of those slid out of there and flew on the ground.
1: Well, maybe they're, maybe they're here and beam- Situation was a
0: little off. <laughs> it is an older building, you know, there's settling.
1: <laughs>
0: Employees would hear a voice way up in an area that was unused. It would have been like a second floor where there's nothing up there, making it sound like it was clearing its throat. Like <clears> throat> that sort of a thing. Like some like the way people do to try to get your attention. Or maybe they just got phlegm. I don't know. The bar manager named Danica told a story of seeing a man in jeans and a plaid shirt. Boots, cowboy hat, the whole nine yards, just moseying across the restaurant. Not a care in the world. This was after everything was closed, and it was just her and one other person there. She said she screamed and told the other person to hurry up so they could get out of there. She looked back. Place was empty. She also said she'd heard voices mimicking the employees as they talked.
1: <laughs>
0: exactly like that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I would automatically. I would like-
0: automatically. Mm.
1: I would automatically like the, that ghost because that would, even though it would be scary, it would get annoying and then it would make me laugh.
0: Stop copying me. Stop copying me. <laughs> if I was a ghost, that's what I would do. <laughs> Why well, are you hitting yourself? Yeah. Okay. Well, as it turns out, Big Al and them knew Russell. No doubt in part because 96.1 now is the station in San Antonio that carries the Kid Craddock morning show. Because, as we mentioned, it's syndicated everywhere.
1: That's right. Okay. Now, when you made that connection, now I remember setting the dial to that to listen to Kid Craddock in the morning on my way to New Balance.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So one morning, Al called Russell on the air on the show and convinced him to bring his team up to Waxahachie and investigate his bar. And I don't know, it might have been for the show, but Russell's like, are y'all just like, you just messing with me? Big Al doing a bit. Yeah, as he will do, right? But they're like, no, because he, Big Al's talking like, hey, I'm not a ghost guy on the show, but I mean, something's going on. And JC said, well, you know, what about our, our guy down Russell Russell Dance, San Antonio? He does this. He's won awards for this. Why don't we give him a call? So... They call him and it shows Russell in his car picking up the phone. I'm like, hmm, that's convenient. They had a camera rolling when he took the call from a live radio show. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it's like, are you sure? All right. okay, fine. I'll do it. We'll go up there.
1: What did they find?
0: I'll tell you. Oh, and by the way, one of the things that they told him was happening that they hadn't talked about before is that the song Man in the Mirror would come on the jukebox. In the bar, just randomly by itself and play like four times in a row.
1: Gonna make a change for once in my life.
0: That song has extra meaning to me now because that was the hologram song.
1: Oh, God.
0: MJ1. Now
1: you're going to make me get all emotional. Daniel took me several years ago to Vegas um, to see, specifically to see the Michael Jackson 1 Cirque du Soleil Show And it was amazing. Anytime you can see a Vegas show, see a Vegas show. This one was the first time I had ever seen a hologram, you know, interacting on stage. And so you have the amazing Cirque du Soleil people dancing and, and doing their flips and acrobatics to Michael Jackson's music. But then he's there dancing with them.
0: And he'll, like, disintegrate, dissipate into thin air, and, like, and then he, like, show up in another spot.
1: sparkly magic, like mm-hmm. magic disappeared, like when he would do his spin. It's magical. He would, he would do his spin, and he would turn into, like, fairy dust, and then mm-hmm. shoot across the stage and do something else. And yeah. then he
0: turned into, like, the little kid version of himself. Oh, my the, God. That with tour. the 18-inch Afro. Yes. Roll.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. Just looking up at you. I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan, you it was, I've,
0: I've gone back and watched that on YouTube. I don't know how many times it, it's very emotional it's to watch.
1: Extremely emotional. It was so well done. And I mean, it's like, you're watching his life, right? up. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Man in the mirror four times before yes. I start. Getting so maybe up.
0: the ghosts also went to Vegas. Maybe. Through some sort of interdimensional. Yes. So that also happened.
1: Podcasts are amazing because you can listen to your favorite shows like Chilled and Thrilled anywhere and on the go. You might even have thought about starting your own podcast. That's exactly what we did, but starting out can be intimidating and overwhelming. Thankfully, Buzzsprout is here to make your dream a reality. Buzzsprout has already helped over a hundred thousand people start their own podcast, and they can do the same for you. They know the podcast business inside and out and give you everything you need to host, promote, and track your podcast. What we love most about Buzzsprout is their commitment to helping podcasters at every level. When we started out, we didn't know what to do or how to do it. That was, of course, until we found Buzzsprout's YouTube channel. They have answers and tutorials for all your questions and tons of information on equipment and how to get started. You'll get a great-looking website with a customizable audio player for your episodes that can also be added to other websites. Buzzsprout will also help you get listed in all the top podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, and so many more to help you reach new listeners. Want to monetize your podcast? Of course you do. Buzzsprout has the tools you need to find sponsors and affiliate programs so you can start getting paid to do what you love. Right now, our listeners will get a $20 Amazon gift card when you sign up for a paid membership with Buzzsprout. Follow the link in our show notes to claim this offer today. This lets Buzzsprout know we sent you and helps show support for our show. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start podcasting.
0: So on a warm evening in 2018, Russell and his team assembled down uh, down the hatch bar after dark and as people were finishing their last karaoke songs and closing out their tabs, they were running all the cables, setting up the cameras and the monitors and stuff. One of the investigators named Angelka, spelled A-N-G-E-L-K-A. I thought it was Angelica, but it's just Angelica. But they call her Gel for short.
1: Angelica. <laughs> Eliza. Eliza and Peggy. Skylar sisters. So
0: yes, often they just call her Gel for short. She suggested because the activity in the bar seemed to be trying to get people's attention, she said maybe they'll try not actively prodding for responses and instead just wait and see if anything tries to get our attention.
1: Kind of ignore it to see if you can yeah. make it go, hey, wait a minute.
0: Yeah, because normally it's automatically, hello, anybody here? Is anybody that wants to talk to us? That sort of a thing. So they started their investigation using something they call the portal. Ooh. Now, I've seen these used before. And I really didn't know what it was, so I, I looked it up. Brittany just grabbed her Sally doll and put her in her lap.
1: Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas.
0: Yes. What other Sally would it be?
1: I don't know. Sally Field. Sally Hansen. <laughs> Sally
0: Field doll. Like <laughs> <laughs> pull the string in her back, and she's a says. Sally line.
1: May. I mean, you can't. The, a doll Sally. for your. I don't know. You said loan? what other Sally would it be? The naming famous okay. Sallys.
0: All right. So I looked up what this portal thing was. And according to GhostHuntersEquipment.com, the original portal amplifies and enhances EVP and spirit communication. Use with your spirit or ghost box to encourage spirit communication. The original portal uses a TC reverb pedal, ZT lunchbox amplifier, and noise killer unit to produce incredible sound and pick up EVPs that may otherwise be too low to be picked up.
1: You mentioned a pedal in there, mm-hmm. and I'm picturing them with like an EVP as an air guitar.
0: Kinda, I mean, it's wah, really wah, just wah, wah. a mishmash of little guitar equipment is what it sounds like. I have a, a little mini amplifier. You have a reverb thing, which personally, I, it's for like spooky effect. I think it makes it harder to hear and understand what's being said because it's like. Whoa, 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 whoa.
1: What if I know what it is? What it is, is it's a Peter Frampton EVP machine. The little, do you, the little
0: tube in your mouth. Do you
1: feel like I, I do? I would be
0: on board with that. <laughs> that would be awesome. We talked about spirit boxes before on episode mm-hmm. six on the Ghost of Carmel Maine. If you haven't heard that one, please go check it out. Please go check out the YouTube videos we were talking about. They are it will,
1: creepy. It will mess you up
0: for a while, especially if you go and watch the ones about the shadow dude.
1: I had a friend of mine uh, send me a message as she was listening to it and said, this is really scaring me and I'm a skeptic.
0: (laughs) I was like, yes. And And if you want
1: to know what we're talking about, go listen to episode six.
0: Episode six. But we talked about what a spirit box is and it's a thing that scans through, very quickly cycles through different FM frequencies. And supposedly the ghosts can use the vibrations generated by this in... Use Pass that to voice. make their voice come through the speaker yeah. of the thing, right? And the benefit of the portal, aside from amplifying it, is that the noise reduction gets rid of that.
1: Oh, good, because that part awful. Because usually with those, you have to it the the EVPs that come through are very quiet a lot of times. Yes, so that means you have to turn that volume up really loud so that ninety nine percent of the time you're hearing. Yes. And it's like anyone with hearing sensitivity is like, God, kill me now.
0: Mm-hmm. And maybe the louder volume gives them more energy they can use, but it's tough to listen to. So it this is. gets, you don't hear the cha cha with a portal, but it does have that reverb on there. So anything that does come through, it sounds just so echoey. You know, the kids' fake megaphones they got in the. In the Happy Meal, it basically has a spring inside. Yes. And they talk and it just goes inside there. It almost sounds like that. And it's anything that does come through to me sounds like it's more difficult to understand than it might have even been on a regular spirit box just because of that.
1: Because of the rebirth.
0: Rebirth. So the result of the portal is that you don't hear the static. And it's very amplified and very echoey. And these are like four or five, dollars things. So they get set up, they get all their cameras and everything, and they take their positions around the bar, almost as if they're role playing a normal night at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And they turn on the portal. Immediately, they hear a voice coming through, like even before they're ready. Now, I'm going to pause here. I'm going to implore you once again to pull up the video on YouTube. The channel is called The Russell Rush Haunted Tour, and this episode is called Big Al's Bar.
1: Okay, so you're going to let me hear it now?
0: So I'll introduce it. I'll talk about what starts to happen, and then I'll let you hear it. Okay. Okay? So they crank up the portal. Right away, they hear the voice. It sounds like a man's voice. And it's hard to make out at first what's being said. It kind of sounds like he whispers, listen. But what is very clear is when you hear him make a shh sound. Yes, he shushed someone. But who was he shushing? Next, they heard him make a sound like a, a throat-clearing sound. Then another throat-clearing. And then the sound of a little boy talking. Let's take a listen to that real quick and let me know what you think.
1: Hold, please. Ooh, that's that's creepy. The way that he is saying, shh, listen. It's almost like, not like he's, I originally pictured him being like, you listen to me, but this is almost like scary movie where the killer's nearby and you're, or you start hearing something that is scary and you're like, shh, listen,
0: listen. Yeah. To listen. me, it's like the movie, The Others. Ah. Oh. In, in <laughs> that, this is the way the people on the paranormal investigations would be like,
1: hold on, wait,
0: sh- you hear that? Listen. When they're going through.
1: This one sounded more panicky.
0: Yeah. So this is the guy theoretically on the quote unquote other side and not talking to himself. Right.
1: Yeah. There's that little boy that
0: it sounds like a boy, right? It's a kid yeah, voice, a but kid. it sounds like to me it sounded like a boy. And we haven't been able to tell a lot yet. Really clear words. But you hear the difference in clarity without all the interference from the, the radio. Static. Oh,
1: yeah. It's a lot better.
0: But you also hear how the, the reverb
1: Yeah, but I think it almost gives it more of an authentic thing. If something's coming through a different plane, then you maybe get that it Carolan has Ann effect yeah. from
0: out of the TV. You have the little boy, you have the guy talking, you have the shushing. And remember now they had decided not to try to ask any questions at first. But this was just too much for Russell to sit out on. So we started to say, Hey, if there's anybody here that wants to get our attention. Or needs a drink. They're at a bar, right? You just got to make a noise or something or tell us. Do you need a drink?
1: Why the hell would I need a drink? of a ghost. I can't have it.
0: Right then, after he says, need a drink, it answers back. I couldn't make it out clearly for myself. They didn't offer interpretation in the video, but it's very clearly the, the voice of a man echoing throughout the bar.
1: Well, you know, when someone asks me if I want a drink, then, you know, I'm, I'm going to respond pretty much immediately, too, but... There's no there's no caption for this but when I listen to it especially when I close my eyes and listen to it it sounds like a gruffle die really to me maybe I'm hey I miss hear lyrics all the time <laughs> I can give you a lot of really funny examples oh, but yeah. not but when I listen to it i there was something about it that just sounded like die i I can't make that gruffle sound but like it was being drawn out like this no like anyway go ahead
0: i love this part because in these things just like the ones you see on the tv it often cuts to the interviews with the investigators after the fact talking about what was happening at that point what they were thinking what they were feeling well as soon as they hear response you see vanessa who is very often the one that's just over it whatever is going on she works in a bar she's like if anything Crazy goes down. I don't know how to handle it. I'll work in a bar. Well, as soon as that happens, she's in her little interview, and it cuts to her going, well, first, you see her like in the night vision, in the green. When that happens, she freezes still. Her eyes get big, wide as saucers. Her Her mouth is gaping open. And then it cuts to her interview, and she's saying, holy shit, what's happening here? All right. Because <laughs> even though they've done this for years and years, this is something... Significant. Never heard
1: it like it's never stood out like this that. clear,
0: and and the fact that it's responding to their questions, not just random sounds that they have to pick out. So at that point, the whole "let the ghost come to us" strategy. They're like, "Hey, it's working," but it's it's out the window at that point. And Russell's just like, "I, I can't. I, I got, I'm all in on this now." Here's where Russell starts to jump in.
1: Hold, please. <laughs> never heard anything this clear before this is awesome y'all have to go if if you haven't already go and and check out this video because it's really awesome that was really clear wow i kind of got goosebumps right now
0: so in case you're not able to go look at the the video for now russell jumps in and he's like okay i'm gonna start asking asking some questions he says what's your name partner it's ed i think is what it sounds like okay immediately after that after he talks, you hear a, a kid voice kid. going, hi. hi. And the kid is just so, like, throughout this, like, happy-go-lucky yeah. sounding. The, the guy sounds kind of grumpy and, like, gruff. The kid is like, hey. Yeah. And, of course, the woman uh, present, on they immediately put on their talking-to-a-kid voice. And they're like, hi. <laughs> you can <laughs> tell the difference. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. All oh. So after acknowledging that they had answered, there was something else that was hard to understand. Russell asked, we found out later that he was asking, Hey, can you show yourself? And he said, I can't. But but it cuts to Russell asking, Are you yellow? And he we found out later that he figured, okay, well, if somebody died a while back, maybe I'll talk them into this, you know, this vernacular talking about ended up just sounding like a ridiculous question. But right after he says that, it repeated something back related to the question, like, I am yellow, or I'm not yellow, or something like that.
1: When, when I heard that part, I simultaneously thought, "Are you a yeller? Like you know, a coward?" Yes. I thought of it like that, but then I also thought, "Is he talking about it? Is his aura yellow?" So I thought of both of those at the same time, and I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to yeah. ask, "What kind of, what kind of yellow was did he mean?"
0: Yeah, and you hear earlier, it's like, partner, call on partner, hey partner, that That sort of a thing. And remember that yellow thing for later. So as you heard, now they're thinking, this has got to be something with some level of intelligence that we're talking to, because it's responding to our questions, and not just immediately after we ask the questions, but also in such a way that seems to be answering the questions to some extent. So now Russell's like, who the hell is this? They've never they've been doing this for over a decade for forever. And this is just so new and different that they're all like, WTF is going on here. And it shows him in the interview. It's like this is so clear and so awesome. Somebody's got to be pranking us now. Right. So next up, one of the ladies there asks, who's the kid? Just very conversationally. Next, you get another shh, as if he's trying to keep the kid from answering. So Russell says, hey, coward, why don't you let the kid talk? Maybe trying to prod him a little bit. Also, the kid goes, hello. Again, in contrast to the grumpiness of the of the of the adult sounding male voice.
1: This sounds like an old cowboy grandpa with his grandson who he brought to the bar or brought along with him. And he's just like, he's not having none of that mess. And (laughs) the kids all, Hi, how you doing? He's He's
0: like, like, shut up, boy.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm getting.
0: So, Jell asks, is this your daddy? Is that your daddy? It kind of to me sounded like the man said no. They didn't seem to react to it. The next one got me. Russell asks them, do you know where you are? The boy says, dead.
1: Well, the uh, matter-of-fact statement award goes to that boy. That's (laughs)
0: where I am. I'm dead.
1: It didn't sound like that. It sounded like dead. Like what the... I don't know. There was kind of it oh, sounded question like dead. Am I? No, it sounded like weary. Like uh, I'm dead. Like what's the word? Not sorrowful, but melancholy. Maybe like okay. Dead.
0: All right. So the kid knows he's dead. So they're all just kind of blown away by this. But then they regroup, and Russell says, "So you killed the kid, huh?" And the man says, "That's not even correct." Sort of an odd way to put it, but that's I mean, that's what they heard. And yes, there's that suggestion there, but I can absolutely hear that that it could be saying that, if that makes sense. Jill asks him, Can you say your name again? Pretty clearly says Ed. And then Russell asks, What part of the room are you in? And we hear what we think sounds like the kitchen. So Russell says, Oh, you're in the kitchen? Well, I'm gonna go over to the kitchen, okay? So he takes his little recorder and he starts walking over from the floor of the restaurant where the tables and everything is over toward the open double doors leading into the kitchen. You can see into there, double and door. as he's <laughs> double door, <laughs> as he's walking, they hear the man's voice on the portal laughing, like <laughs> like that.
1: mm That that'd be like, enough for me to turn around. But it's and not leave. A
0: menacing. It's like old grandpa, like. Having a good chuckle at, at I don't expense. care.
1: Any kind of spirit or disembodied voice laughing, I'm getting the fuck out of there.
0: Well, he stops and he's like, did it just laugh? Turn around looking at him. So he turns back like he's going to keep walking into the kitchen. Now he's about a yard, maybe three to five feet away from the kitchen doors. And you hear the kid yelling, stop, wait. Oh, hell no. But then the man starts to talk over him and shush him again.
1: mm Oh, that, that sounds like a fucking trap. I would turn the fuck over. Uh-uh.
0: <laughs> Just wait. It gets better. So Russell asks the kid, why don't you want me to go into the kitchen? Right at that moment, he f- flips the freak out. And he's like, did you hear that? And it's, I don't, the video doesn't really catch it. But he said, he nopes away from the door in a hurry. And apparently... There's this huge rattling, like the entire ceiling in the kitchen is rattling.
1: Fuck that.
0: And as all that commotion is happening, very chaotic, as I'm listening, watch that again, I can still hear the voices, the the voice of the man going, shh, shh. Like, don't say anything, kid. Yes. Ah. Uh, Okay, so Brittany's having trouble finding words right now. She's just making a a face. I'm horrified.
1: I'm putting myself there. I'm like, I, 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 that I almost, if that happened, I think I would be, if I hadn't run already, I think I would be past the part of running and I would be just literally frozen with fear where like you lock up.
0: I mean, you were locked up there for a second just I trying mean, to think of words. It's, could, like, uh,
1: uh, it's like I was there. I just, oh, I've got total goosebumps right now.
0: Well, hold that thought because good old Angelica. Next thing you see in the video is her going in the kitchen. She's got her K2. Can you make this light up like they often do? Like asking whatever's there to try to interact with it and, and get close to it to make it light up. Meanwhile... You can hear out where, where it's been the whole time. You can hear the portal. You can hear the man and the kid going back and forth. It's hard to make out what they're saying. And going through, hey, can you make this light up? And one thing that stands out from the portal, Russell immediately repeats, and he alerts Jill frantically. It just said, they'll be dead. She's like, What? oh, okay, I'm not, mm-mm. And she turns around and goes out of there. She did a 180, going out of the kitchen. It cuts to her interview, and she's saying, I've been attacked and threatened before, and I'm not about to go through that again. This is not the kind of activity I expected tonight. Because when they went into this, they were like, okay, we heard some taps and some things moving, and hear some sounds. Maybe somebody saw an apparition. They're just going to, Wondering if they were going to see or hear anything tonight, that sort of a thing. And now they got this, the clearest portal audio they've ever had, the kitchen freaking out and the thing saying they'll be dead. So after that incident, they say, okay, we decided to just put it, close that connection, put an end to that session for now with the portal. And after break, they split up. They're going around doing their normal thing using all the different tools and methods that they normally do around there. And they're really coming up with Jack, uh, n- not really finding over, over an hour. Just after all of that, nothing, just quiet for an hour. So they regroup later on in sort of a circle. There are some couches in there sitting around a circle. They're like, well, let's try the portal one more time.
1: I feel like like the the um, albino from uh, the think of it, princess bride is like, Torture? I can I can handle torture. (laughs) And he shakes (laughs) his head in his little jowls. The jowls (laughs) move. Uh Uh-uh. That's that's my face. That's my expression right now with all this is uh. -uh. Yeah.
0: They said it was it was a it was a precaution. And there's a guy, I think his name is Greg, that's on there, sort of a skeptic, he's always trying to debunk things, but he's also sort of the cautious one when it comes to people's safety and coming up with different ideas. So you never really know who you're talking to on the other side.
1: That's true.
0: You don't know if somebody's pretending to be something or not. Yep. And people do get hurt sometimes. I don't know how many videos I've seen of investigators going, and they get, oh, look, I got a huge scratches on my back, and I didn't come into contact with anything physically, that sort of a thing. Mm-mm. So they did that, but after doing their normal thing for a while, and splitting up, they got nothing. So they came back together, and... They're sitting in the circle on the couches. They're like, okay, well, let's try this portal one more time. And where the video picks up, Russell's sort of in the the foreground on the left side, and he's there talking, facing the center about, he wants to see if the guy's going to come through the portal again because they haven't really picked up much on the EVP since they split up. Of course, while he's saying this, he's very rudely interrupted with a big old, shh, it's almost like, Dr. Evil and Scott with a big bag of shh with your name on it is the way this ghost is acting. (laughs) Got a whole lot more shh where that came from. Don't you shh. (laughs) So it happened. He's in mid-sentence and the guy's shushing him, right? Or maybe he's shushing the boy spirit and he just happens to have interrupted. But he just kind of laughs and throws his hands up in the air and he sits back. He's like, well, I guess that's the answer to that question. So he's like, what's up, yellow man? And the voice at that point seems to correct Russell by simply saying, Ed. Like, my name's not yellow man. My name's Ed, in case you forgot. So as soon as he says Ed, Jell jumps in and says, hi, Ed. Just very happy. To nice to see you. Say, so, hi, Ed. Russell asks, Ed, what's my name? This one's not as loud. It's more of a whisper. Russell. Yeah, and they're like, even better than that, as soon as you hear the whisper voice say Russell, the kid says something like, hey, he said it. Like, this guy's over here, like, all grumpy, quiet. Okay, I'll say your name. And the kid's like,
1: hey. I can't
0: believe it. He is, does said it. It's kind of cute. Cute little boy ghost. Assuming they are who they are pretending to be. Mm-hmm. So, around that time, they're asking to play with the K2 meter again. Like, hey. Hey. Can you make it go to red again? And it does it. Oh, thank you. They're like, like, oh, thank you very much. Later, the kid voice came through like, hello. And everybody, of course, puts on their nice sweet, like, hi, hello. And um, so Russell takes that opportunity to ask, does he not let you talk much? But the kid voice says, he lets me talk. And this is just back and forth like a conversation. It really is.
1: We need to save up a lot of money and get one of those portal things.
0: Yeah, maybe we can go to Guitar Center and buy what we <laughs> need. The spirit boxes are around 100.
1: Well, you know, I'm MacGyver, so I could probably slap yeah. something together after watching um, a couple YouTube videos. <laughs> I think we could
0: probably scrap the reverb box, it would be, on my opinion. At least make it work and turn it off. So, yeah, the kid says, he lets me talk. And these are pieced together. But the next thing you see is, I'm asking, Ed, how old were you when you died? And it sounds like I was 92.
1: Ooh, an old boy.
0: Ed, did you murder somebody? What they think he said was, I shot someone. It was tough. The one was real questionable for me. Like, are you? Mm -hmm. But that's what they heard there in the moment. They said, you shot someone? Right then the kid tries to interject. He gets shushed again. Poor kid. They ask Ed, "Did he deserve it?" And he says, "Either yeah, or he did." So at least you know the guy. The guy had to come into him, right? The portal goes on to give them more coughing, more clearing their throat, some more unintelligible, just back and forth between the man and the kid sort of taking turns. And then somebody asks, "Why did you? Why do you have to keep clearing your throat? Did you did you smoke too much?"
1: Chewing tobacco.
0: <laughs> you hear like a mmm or like a. <laughs> Almost like a sling blade. Maybe he just said, mm hmm, or maybe it was just a grunt sound. Um, like,
1: mm, that's real butter. <laughs>
0: is that the alligator? I don't know. I don't know. Those cookies sure do taste good. So uh, the next thing I thought was awesome because I picked up on it and they didn't make a note of it in the video. But did you smoke too much? I think it says like, mm hmm. But then after that, I swear I heard their kids say, but he quit. Aw. Like, way to go, Grandpa. I don't know. Brittany, what's worse than going out in the heat of summer to go shopping?
1: Dental work.
0: Absolutely. But I was thinking mask drama.
1: Oh, well, that's really bad, too.
0: Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. Someone doesn't follow the store rules. The poor employee stuck with enforcing the rule, then mega Karen emerges. Pretty soon they're sitting on the floor, throwing a fit, and the police have to sort the whole thing out. You've seen the videos. It's nuts.
1: Crazy. Well, wouldn't it just be better to skip all that mass drama to begin with and just have everything you need delivered right to your home?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Of course. Well, did you know that you can do that with Instacart?
0: Their personal shoppers deliver products you love from your local stores in as little as one hour. They highlight current deals to save you money, and you can even choose items from multiple stores on the same order. Instacart has made our shopping so incredibly easy and convenient, there's almost no reason to go out to the actual store anymore. Take away the burden of having to go shopping and let Instacart do it for you.
1: You can use the link in our show notes to let Instacart know that we sent you, and that also helps show support for our show. Right now, our listeners will get free delivery on your first order of $35 or more.
0: So pause this episode. Right now. Follow the link and forget all that mask drama.
1: Try, Try Instacart, Instacart today.
0: today. So a little bit later on, it shows Russell, who had done his afternoon drive radio show. You're five hours to get there. He was doving, dozing off on the
1: couch. It does not take five hours to get from San Antonio to Waxahachie. I mean, it would take about three and a half hours. He probably had Maybe, to go out of the
0: studio. He probably had hours. to get traffic. Austin traffic. Traffic. No, these days, 1604, Austin 35. And once you get north of Austin, like clear of Georgetown, then it starts to finally clear up. Then you got to stop for Waco sometimes. Anyway, yes, it can take five hours to get up to Waxahachie. It's possible to get there in less than five hours, depending on traffic. But anyway, he had a long drive. He was dead tired. He was dozing off on this couch. I thought this was one of the coolest ones because I shit you not, loud and clear, you hear Russell. Let's hear it. Yes. So as you heard, Russell gets called out and mocked in his own investigation. Before that, I didn't say, but he was doing his little chuckle laugh before. He's like, (laughs) Russell. (laughs) And the people were like, hey, Russell, he's talking to you and having a good time with it. And Ed was having a good time, too. And after that, Russell is just sort of waking up, smiling a little bit. And then you hear Ed say, are you yellow? Burn. Remember, that's exactly what he had asked at yep. earlier. All
1: right.
0: And the other thing about that is that the employees, if we remember, one of the things they had mentioned is that they would hear voices repeating back things that the employees had been saying. Mocking them, kind of. Now we know how that worked out. It wasn't just like, I've said, I'm going to go take this to table number five. And you hear table number five. It's not like that. It's like, oh, table number 5 <laughs> That sort of thing. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, mocking.
1: Daniel as a ghost.
0: Yeah, that's my ghost voice.
1: See, you do sound like that.
0: <laughs> moan louder. Mm. <laughs> Shh. That's my favorite My favorite scene from Beetlejuice is when they're trying to get the attention of the, the people that are alive. And they're like, moan louder. Ooh. Mm. I haven't seen Beetlejuice in way too long. Add that to my non-existent list of things I need to watch. So realizing how tired they were, they figured it was time to wrap it up. So they called it and they said, okay, well, thank you for talking with us, Ed. And the last thing we heard from Ed through the portal was, yep, (laughs) that's Ed for you. That's such an Ed thing to say. So that was it. That was the end of the investigation there. They went back and reviewed all their evidence. And then it was time to give old big Al Mac a call. And because this all started on the air, they decided to put a bow on it and wrap it up on air as well. Mm-hmm. So then the video cuts to inside the studio where they're broadcasting the Kid Craddock morning show. You have Al there, JC, Kelly, and Jenna. and JC brings Russell on the line and Russell, the first thing he does is he apologizes because he says he actually really thought this was going to be some sort of publicity thing for the bar. And and Al's like, well, while you mention it, you should come down to Big Owls. Yeah, down We're the hatch gonna, and gonna hatch. such and such intersection of these streets. And yeah, we got karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, While well, you're at it, while you mention it. But Russell gets to the point where he's like, Okay, down the hatch, it's not just haunted, it's very haunted. And he's like, why do you got to use the very, very, why, why are we using adverbs? I don't think that's an adverb, but that's what he said. So, on the phone, he's playing these clips of some of the conversations that we heard, that we were talking about, and one we didn't see. And he asked Pig Al, so do you want to know how many ghosts are in the bar? And they're like, "Oh yeah. So, they play an additional clip that we hadn't seen yet that says... Using the portal, how many other ghosts are here? In a loud but whispery voice, pretty clearly you hear nine. And they're like,
1: what the hell, nine ghosts? Did that sound like Ed or the little boy or something
0: No, different? that's the thing. It sounded like a different voice from the two that we heard going back and forth. So maybe something that was just... In Waiting in the Wings, like, hey, by the way, it's not just them. So, yeah. And Big Al's like, what the hell? I don't even have nine employees. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, JC's like, you don't even have nine customers.
1: Aw. So,
0: before ending the segment, after they talked about some other stuff, so JC's like, so 100% haunted. Russell says, not only haunted, but quite possibly the best paranormal evidence we have ever captured. Ooh. Yeah. And that's that's sort of how things wrap up. They it's really compelling. I have a few questions about it. I want to talk with you about, but just initial reactions from you about that whole thing.
1: It's one thing discover I'm um, not discussing it. It's one thing having you recap it. It's just scary. But to go and to actually listen to this, especially if you're familiar with other EVPs, this is so clear and you don't have the literal noise of it scanning. And if you did listen to Carmel, Maine or ever watch those videos and heard how clear those voices were with different, you could tell this is a boy. This mm-hmm. is a, a woman. This is a man.
0: This one's older. This one's younger.
1: This one, you could hear that even more. That this is the voice of an old, gruffy voice of a man, and then this is a young, youthful voice of a, a boy, or we assume it's a boy, but it just it's a child's voice. There's a definite difference in pitch and and um, accent and age of the, It's just. Unbelievable. I've never heard anything like it. Highly yeah. recommend that you go watch it.
0: Absolutely. I, I want a second and third and fourth of that. To get the full effect, we appreciate you listening, but go listen. Go watch these videos. This one in particular, Start, but then branch out and watch some of the other ones because they're really cool. And I want, I want as much support for this channel as possible because for me personally, I want to see more of it. Mm-hmm. So... The more people go and watch it, the more they're going to be able to go and do more investigations. But I do have a few questions about all this in general. Maybe we can talk about this real quick. First, because there's no white noise, no static in there. In my mind, I'm always worrying about the possibility of the portal getting some sort of interference, either intentional or otherwise, from some sort of outside source. Like, is it possible over the radio waves for some guy or the walkie-talkie to be playing with his kid or his grandkid? They're like, oh, these people think we're ghosts. We're going to mess with them.
1: Yeah, that's um, always there in a skeptic's mind.
0: And they with the ghost boxes I saw when I was looking on their ghost hunting websites, they sell like Faraday bags for these things, maybe to eliminate. What? The, like F- Faraday cage, but it's like a mesh metal mesh bag or something.
1: What? Um, that's not what you said.
0: Faraday bags?
1: You sounded like you were talking from a Boston accent. Far- Faraday Boggs. Faraday Bags.
0: Boggs. Bang. I was
1: like, what? So Faraday Boggs. What, what are those? Boggs.
0: These? I don't know. But even if that was the case, I mean, they wouldn't be able to get the FM. I don't know how that works. I just, that's something that I remember kept going through my mind. It's like, but partially because it just seems like it was too good to be true. Like, this is too clear. But at the same time, it wasn't so clear that it was obvious every time what was being said. Mm -hmm. A lot of it was just sort of fuzzy, very clearly. Like, when you hear somebody talking in the other part of the house, you can hear that they're talking, but you have no idea what they're saying. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It was that, except it was so clear, like, they're right in front of your face. It was that loud. Yeah. But the regular spirit box is going to have that rapid cycling through the frequencies. And it's rhythmic. You can tell the difference between a click blurb from an active radio transmission versus something that's actually interrupting that rhythm for a moment and sounds like words. Um, But with that noise removed, I just felt suspicious about, okay, where is this sound coming from? Is it possible that it's from something outside? Have you ever heard anything at all? Like what that portal sounded like?
1: I've never, I didn't even know that that was a thing. Where you could hear it without the box. Mm-hmm. I've heard from different ghost stories or uh, different ghost shows that they have different, like it's an app and it has a kind of a robotic. Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's thing. called ov- Ovulus. Something Ovilus. like that, yeah. And, and it's, it's an actual, there are apps, but there's an actual machine as well. I'm sorry to interrupt, go ahead.
1: It has pre recorded, but every word is the same robot, like Siri. Yeah, It all sounds like that. It's like it 1980s doesn't sound, robot voice. Yes, it doesn't sound like different yeah. people.
0: No matter what's coming across, it's always going yeah. to be like this.
1: Would you like to play a game? <laughs>
0: so that was my first question. After listening to these clips, though, did what you heard on those sound different to you from what they thought it said? Any of those are like, they thought it said this, and you're like, Think so.
1: That's all the time. I mishear things. For someone who has really, really good hearing for some things, I have shitty hearing for others. Usually in conversations, I, I'm almost always saying, I know you didn't say this, but I just heard mm-hmm. something funny. So with EVPs, it's almost laughable, me trying to interpret them. There were a few of them that I didn't need Anyone to tell me an interpretation that was pretty mm. damn clear. Yeah. Others I was like, they they come back and they say, Oh, he just said this, and I'm like Really? Yeah, I didn't hear it.
0: And so. there are things that I heard that sounded clearly like words that did seem to catch their attention. Which Kudos. I they're they're really honing trying to catch and pick out anything that sounds like words. Right. So those are the ones that stick out to me almost as much as some of the other ones. And I'm aware that there can be some group thing that goes on. Like if somebody says, Oh, I think it sounds like he said, I am yellow. But then when they're playing that back on the radio show, Kelly Raspberry is like, I thought it sounded more like saying, I'm not yellow. So it's, I can see where somebody says it sounded like that. And you're like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It did sound like that. Because once you have that plan in your brain right away, it's so understandable that we might latch onto that and all of a sudden, Ryan is convinced that's what it said. Right.
1: What do you think about this? Do you, I mean, I know you have suspicions either way, but what do you think in your gut? Do you think this is real?
0: <sighs> yeah, it seems more like it's real than it would make more sense to me for it to be real than for it to not be. If that makes any sense.
1: Next question. Do you think that this is really a man and a boy? Or do you think something is mimicking?
0: I think it's possible that there may be a spirit related to a man and a spirit related to a boy there. But we also had a different voice say that there were nine other ghosts. These, from the way they were presenting themselves, anyway, even though Ed said, apparently, according to them, that he murdered somebody, but he deserved it. (laughs) But they seemed like they were just. You know, going to make some sounds here and there, maybe even uh, have an apparition form as an apparition in some time. But mostly it's just going to be sounds and moving stuff around and relatively harmless stuff. Um, but the one whoever caused the the disturbance in the kitchen.
1: Rattling of the, the entire root, uh, ceiling.
0: Whatever scared the hell out of Russell, who's been doing this for so long. Like, that seems different. That seems out of character. And also, almost seems like Ed and the boy were talking about what was going on in the kitchen while like, they were out there. I don't, that's just what it seemed like to me. Like, there was something separate or someone separate that was messing with them in the kitchen. That leads to my next question, though. Go ahead. Russell was not about that kitchen life <laughs> after that happened. But then, as soon as the video cut, next thing is. There is Angelica in there. Hello, got my meter here. What's going on in the kitchen? And she says already that she's been attacked before. She's been threatened by spirits in these investigations. And there she is in the kitchen with her little meter. Is there anywhere in hell you would have been in that kitchen after what happened?
1: Well, when I when I was hearing that when you were describing it, I was thinking she's got some titanium balls be going in there because i certainly wouldn't i like to be the brave one and i like to be the one to to face things and do it but the if something if it's a human spirit or something else that has enough energy to vibrate a ceiling that is something i don't want to fuck around with that's something that can interact with our space and could potentially make something move and use it as a weapon not saying it would but there's that's where my mind goes that's a danger danger so when i when i heard that part and i didn't really catch the little boy saying they'll be dead but something telling them you know don't go in there
0: stop They heard the boy say, stop it. I heard the boy say, stop, don't.
1: And then now this is another, this goes back to the kind of the demon thing. If that was where something sinister was, Ed's laughing that he's going to the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Think about that. That's creepy.
0: Maybe it's just a prankster sort of thing, and he sees, uh, oh, maybe, maybe. Jump, they're gonna scare him. Ooh.
1: Maybe, and if the could boys just be, like, hey, wait, no, I mean, wait, no. my parents would do little things, especially my dad, like that, you know, kind of tap on the window and you know, at night, and um, like if he was out there doing mm-hmm. something, you know, it'd scare the hell out of us, or your but brother
0: like, with his movie prop,
1: yes, that he had, yes, with his Freddy Krueger. Claw going down the hallway uh wall, dragging
0: the little plastic sh- sh- knives against and the then head.
1: like doing the t- 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 the, the tapping his the tapping thing around the frame of my door. Yes. Thanks for all the all the sleepless nights and therapy, brother. Yeah. I appreciate it. But well, the the one thing that I have I just kind of thought of is this seems a lot like the insidious movies when he goes into the further when they're doing the reading and they're communicating with the boy, and, and he's writing the stuff as mm-hmm. she's got the headgear oh, mask on. And oh. he's like, "Dalton, follow the sound of my voice." And you hear Dalton's responses: "Be quiet. They'll hear you. If they hear you, they'll hurt me, mm. or they'll hurt you, or something." And so I'm thinking of that. What if they're like, "Shh," you know? Maybe oh, there is something like maybe you're calling Ed out, shushing.
0: Maybe Ed shushing wasn't shushing the boy. Maybe he was shushing the people, the humans people, because he's like to the humans, hey, be quiet, or else whatever else is in here is going to the kitchen. But then why would he laugh about it?
1: True, but
0: if he was truly afraid I'm of whatever that is, I'm just go
1: with me on my train I'm just, of thought just, here just about just the stream of consciousness about it. Movie, yeah, yeah. But that that kind of just made me think of that and. There's a lot
0: there. There's a lot to think about that I didn't even consider. Have y'all seen any of the videos from this channel before? It's called Russell Rush Haunted Tours. If you haven't, highly recommend you check it out. On YouTube. On YouTube. They also, you can watch them on their website as well. They have them sorted out by the seasons and the different ones. And they have pictures from it as well. I highly recommend going and watching a few of these videos. Some of the older ones are a little bit shorter. And as time went on, they realized, hey, people will still watch if we do longer ones. When I'm really interested in, it turned out to be like a documentary length thing. Yeah. So.
1: Love me a good documentary.
0: And most, if not all of them, are all, all in Texas. And there's just so many different neat places around here. Last question. I'd like to know on Instagram, what's your favorite paranormal investigation team or person or channel that you like to watch?
1: That's a good question. There's a, a lot of really good ones on there. We'll put a post.
0: Yeah, let's put a post up asking people for that because I'm yeah. I'm curious to know because there's so many out there and there are some ones that are really interesting to watch some that we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. But the last thing I want to leave everybody with is a quote from the late Kid Craddock himself. Keep looking up because that's where it all is. And that is the investigation of Big Owl's bar down the hatch. Well, that's all I got. I appreciate everybody listening, not just this time, but all of the times you've listened. If it's your first time, thank you so much for joining us. And please connect with us on the social media and take a look at our website.
1: Like and follow us on Instagram at Children Thrilled Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook with a Facebook page and a Facebook group, both uh, Children Thrilled Podcast and also we have, I've been working really hard on the website. It's not perfect and where I want it to be exactly, but it's functional now. Mm-hmm. And that is childrenthrill.com. And I am really excited because we got our merch store. Yep. Yep. We have some t-shirts. We have a hoodie. We have a beanie. Also um, a coffee mug, a button, stickers and my favorite thing is a pillow that's really
0: cool pillow you need to go take a look at it
1: when you're listening to these scary spooky stories you need something to hold on to like right now i'm holding on to my sally doll and i'm hugging her because it's a comfort and one when you just love to hold on to your chilled and thrilled pillow as you listen to these wonderful stories yes or
0: watch a scary movie or whatever yes
1: you need something to cuddle with and we also have a face mask. Oh, I think yes. That's everything.
0: I think that's one of the better looking face masks I've seen. Not, Of course, I'm partial, but it's just it really looks cool the way with the logo and everything. Just go check it out. Please.
1: Thank you so much. And I think that's it we have uh, for now. And we are going to continue working to bring you all more content. Please reach out to us. Let us know if there is any particular story that you are wanting to mm-hmm. hear. You can find us on our website, on the social that we listed. Also, you can send us an email, chilledandthrilledpodcast at gmail.com. You got anything else?
0: Love all of you, each and everyone, and hope you have a great week.
1: We love you. We love you. We love you. Oh, that was weird. Bye.